Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Kimono Health Podcast. I am your host, Sarah, and I'm with Leticia. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get into it. So today, everyone, we have a very, very special guest, someone who actually inspired me to start the Kimono Health Podcast. Like if it weren't for her, I wouldn't have known that Anchor even existed. I wouldn't even know that it would be possible for me to have my very own podcast. She's a vibrant person, has a contagious love. I've known her since primary school, right? And we lived in the same area. And then her and her family moved to the States. But um, she's still in contact with my sister. That's just to show how good of a friend she is, how lovely of a sister she is. And I'm always so inspired by her voice, her actions, her love for everyone. She's just such a beautiful person inside and out. Absolutely. I'm also touched by Bernice's warmth. I really am. I'm touched by how I experience her love. And how Rachel like speaks highly of you. That really touches me. And I'm honored to be sitting here today and to have a conversation with you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thank you so much, guys. I am just so delighted. You guys just made my heart so full. So, so, so full. Thank you so much. Oh my goodness. Yes. Come on, I'll help. I'm on the Kimono Health platform. I'm a, I'm an interviewer. Yeah. Yes. I'm excited. I'm honored. Everybody knows how much I love Sarah and Leticia. Thank you so much for having me. A little bit of by my a little bit about myself. I currently stay in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, United States. Um, of course, Congolese of origin. Um, I am currently working in the medical field as a healthcare worker, and um, I just enjoy life, okay? Enjoy yes. life. I like to celebrate life, and I'm also the CEO of my own podcast called The Dust Settled and Queen Doesn't. However, I am just delighted to be here. Thank you so much for welcoming me, and yeah, yeah. I'm here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So with your podcast, I just want you to tell us a little bit about Dust Settled and A Queen Does It and what inspired you to start? Oh, yes. Um, it was in the midst of like the pandemic, honestly. And um, I've been listening to podcasts for like the mm-hmm. past 10 years, actually. I listened to one of the very, very first podcasts in like 2011 and I was just totally inspired. I'm like, you know what, what one day I'm going to do it. But I was more inspired of like the radio, you know, um, type of setting. So I was like, yeah, one day I will. So I was sitting in my house. I remember after the pandemic during this time, I was actually working with patients at this time and stuff. So I was forced to basically work during the pandemic. So the way for me to get out of it was trying to talk to myself. I'm like, you know what? Why am I just talking to myself? And one day 
I got on Instagram and I saw somebody post on Anchor and I didn't know anything about Anchor. I just automatically clicked on someone's page. And when I got on there, I was like, oh, Anchor, you can record your own podcast. I'm like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. And in, during this time too, it was such a rush into my life. I was experiencing so much changes like with my work, you know, with my personal life. It was just, it was just the rush of everything else. So I was like, you know what? Why not just tell my story? You know, like, and it was during the Black Lives Matter movement too. It was yeah. a really crazy time. So I just got on there and I just started talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I got on there and I was like, you know what? I'm going to talk about my experiences and everything that I experienced. And I realized letting everything out was actually helping me getting through that hard time. So that's what inspired it. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's yeah. amazing because through you sharing your story, you're also mm-hmm. helping us and many other people mm-hmm. to relate and be like, you know what, we're humans and we're all going through this. We're in this together. And that was the amazing yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was truly inspired. And I love how soothing your voice is. Yes. Like the way you oh, think really? and the way you talk about things. And I remember in one of your podcasts, you spoke about like emotions and why emotions are so important to us. And that it shows that um, we are alive. And I remember being so touched by that because I was like, wow, I've never thought of it that way. Because every time I experience emotions that I feel that is negative, I tend to run away from it. And you describe it as, you know, you have to feel all those emotions because they're important and they make life. I was like, wow. Exactly. You know, and what a lot of people don't understand is that those emotions show that you are actually, you actually care. Like I'll give pain, for example, the thing about pain is it's triggered, you know, and the only way to deal with pain is to feel it. There's no other way to deal with it. And what we like to do is we like try to run away around from it. Yeah. That's no, that's why I always tell everybody, if you're hurting right now, if you're crying, do it let it out you know because once you bottle your stuff it's gonna come out the wrong place yeah. the wrong time you know towards anybody same thing with love when you're around love you know you just want to talk to people you just want to hold them you know that's part of human life suppressing your feelings is not it okay yeah. not taking accountability is just not gonna help you through this life emotions are what really make us human yeah, wow. I, I truly believe that. Wow. Love that. I love how you put it together. I can listen to you forever. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Love that. And in the description of your podcast, um, you emphasize the importance of not settling. How can someone build confidence to not settle when there's like so many factors that make us feel like, you know what, I'm like, maybe my standards are too high. (laughs) Maybe I must just give in. Like, how do you build that confidence to not settle? Ooh, girl. (laughs) Not settling. You know where, where it started off? Rejection. Yeah. You know, from a very, very young age, I, you know, I've experienced rejection in all kinds of ways. Rejection being in school. Before I even applied for my professional school, I got, I got, um, 
I got denied by eight universities. Mm-hmm. The one university that finally accepted me to go to professional school, to get my grad school, and to get the PhD in the doctoral program, finally accepted me after maybe four tries. Yeah. And if we talk romantically, same thing. Rejection. It's like when you get a no all the time and, you know, it, it makes you feel some type of way. It makes you feel like you're not good enough. But what I've come to realize over the years, I was like, every no that has come my way has redirected me to something better. Mm. And when sometimes no is not always so bad. No is God's redirection, you know? So when you see that certain things are not working out or when someone says that you're not good enough, you know, you use that note to move you to the next step. Because if you think about it, eventually it's like, okay, they tell you, no, you're not good enough. No, you know. So what do you do? You have to rebuild your character again. You're like, okay, this didn't work. Let me try something else. Yeah. You know, let me move around and try what actually will work. And then what ends up working also costs you to work even mm-hmm. But building confidence and knowing that you are worth it i built it through rejection yeah yeah i really did every single time you know like from a very young age i was told no everywhere even with my family so just being around my family i'm so different i'm the 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 black sheep of the family everyone is really calm and collected i'm the loud that if it doesn't complement my lifestyle, if it doesn't love me for who I am, if it's constantly trying to change me, if I have to become a different person Mm. to be around that environment, it's not for me. I'm not putting myself in situations that make me uncomfortable, situations that take me out of character. That's why I refuse to settle. The only time I feel like I'll settle is if in something that accepts me for me and I can remain myself for a very long period of time. Of course, people grow and change within the years. Yeah, I totally understand. However, I do not have to get out of character to be around anybody. So that's why I don't settle. Mm, I love it. Mm-hmm. I really do. <laughs> I also love that you say that we mustn't be afraid of rejection because yeah. that is something I need to learn. I need Same. to learn to accept rejection and move. I do not do well with rejection. I also don't do well. <laughs> you know, it takes a very long time. I will tell you one of the techniques about rejection is you have to I'll give I'll give it in in in, in a relationship form. Yeah. Think about men. Let's let's put men in this category. You know, I think about all the men I've rejected in the past that have tried to date me. Yeah. And now they're in relationships. They don't give up. Mm. They will keep trying. Yeah. You know? Yes. <laughs> That's true. So if you think about it, I have many men I know as many men as I've rejected right now from uh. someone else. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So just think about it. Don't let that one person define who you are or don't let that one situation define who you are. Sometimes that situation is just a step ahead. Mm-hmm. It's just like one step to the next spot and then it just didn't work out. But I promise you, every no 
done saving you from something. Mm. I love that. That is powerful. Never fail. I, I'm going to take that for myself. Same. Same. <laughs> I really am. I wanted my listeners yeah. to take something for themselves, but I'm definitely so inspired and I will take this and intentionally use this to live a yeah. life where I'm more happy with myself, content with myself, and and, and I'm able to and accept trying the things rejection. that we want, and even yeah. if we get rejected, it's okay. It's okay. We move it's forward. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Okay. No. It's a part of life, but trust me, that rejection will move you somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And you also describe your podcast as a place to love life. How do you intentionally love life? Ooh, yes. How I love life. I love life the way it's presented to me. Mm. Because it's like what I've done over the past years, I've chased things, you know. I've chased education. I've dedicated basically my whole 20s to school, getting a doctoral degree. I've chased money. You know, I've chased all those things. And what I really have come to realize, like, this is my 29th year, I really have come to realize that there's nothing that will ever make you happy if you keep attaching it to something. Mm-hmm. You know, you're attaching. You think that, okay, yeah, yeah next I'll feel so much better this time. No, you will never like love. You will never love life. You have to take life for what it is and how it's presented. Mm-hmm. It starts within, in the inside. That's the only way it work. And once I really started living life the way it was presented for me, it worked. Mm. You know? It's like we trust God, but then again, it's like we're praying and we're like, oh God, this will really change my life. <laughs> yeah. I went from making a certain amount of money to actually doubling my salary. And when I doubled my salary, I was the most depressed, the most worst. Because it took so much in me. Right now, I went back to even less than what I originally started. And I'm the happiest. Mm, Yeah. You know, so all all I have to say is how I continue to live life is I live in my truth. Yeah. I know what I want. I know where I get my power from and I know who I am. Yeah. You know? And I do not live for others anymore. Like, for example, my parents. I love my parents to be. You know, I do. But there's just certain things that they want for their daughter. But I had to set the boundary yeah. and explain to them, like, hey, look, that really doesn't make me happy, but this does. Yeah. You know? This does, this is what I want to do with my life. And I promise you, I've been happy since, of course, I have my ups and my downs, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's never perfect, but live in your truth, do what you want. And that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. That's how you love life. Yeah. No, I absolutely love that. Especially how you said, um, you had to speak to your parents, create boundaries and let them know this is what makes me happy. And I feel like most um, people in the African home, I think they've experienced this. We're experiencing yeah. this. And I know so many people out there are experiencing this. And it's so important to have conversations like that with your parents. Like, thank you so much for the sacrifices you made for us. But I want different. I want different. 
I'm I'm choosing exactly. a different path so that I can love life intentionally. Yeah, love that. Love that. I'm learning so much. Me too. <laughs> And so as a healthcare worker, and you're also a black woman living in the U.S., and I know that there's probably other things that um, define you and there's other things that you've identified yourself as. And I just want to know, how do you take care of your mental health and your well-being through it all? Okay, I write in my Kimona Health book. Okay. Yes. yes. You guys hear that? Yeah, Purchase I, the journal. Yes. I write my journal and I use my coloring book too. Yeah. yeah. Adult coloring, guys. You guys are hearing that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, um, mental health. How I really get it is I get to work. I'll say 15 minutes before I have to start. I sit in my car and mm-hmm. I pray. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what? I have to get mentally ready to deal. Okay. Like corporate America is mainly majority white people running it. Yeah. And especially in the vicinities that I work in. I work in histology and anatomical pathology. So it's basically all white owned. So it's like you have to really get mentally ready to deal with them. You know, because it's always something. So, yeah, I sit in my car and I pray mm-hmm. and I get mentally ready for the day. Another way I do it, um, I've been doing some aerobics. I go to our local um, YMCA. I don't know if you guys have a YMCA in South Africa. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a gym. Yeah, a gym and. I do water aerobics with all the 80-year-old women. Yeah, I'm, the <laughs> <in there. laughs> I'm the youngest in there, but it, I feel so loved. I feel so accepted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just picture that. I've seen that in movies. <laughs> yeah, water aerobics yeah. is so relaxing. Yeah. And it helps me get my day started. And positive affirmations. Yeah. Reminding myself that no matter what happens, I'm good. But mm-hmm. there's still a couple of days where I break down in the bathroom because I'm so stressed out. You know, um, there's times where it was my call and I messed up. You know, there's times where everybody depended on me and I couldn't figure out what I did wrong, you know. Or... There was times where I get blamed on for something I didn't do. It's just, it's just it's yeah. a lot working in the working field as a black woman. And there's times where I'm the only black woman in the boardrooms or in the rooms, and I am fine. I'm found, you know, pressured. Yeah. You know, so how to deal with all of that is you kind of have to find something outside of that. Yeah. You know, and what I do is when I take my lunches, I bring a book. So I'm reading this book. I like reading books. Mm. I'm reading this book. I'm, I went back to old school reading. It's called The Surrender Experience by Michael A. Singer. And in one of the books, he was saying that um, you have to understand that everything happens in due season. 
you know? It's like you will never see flowers blooming in the wintertime because it's not its season. Yeah. You will always see flowers blooming in the summertime. And I was like, huh, that's actually true. Yeah. You know? So what I want to do is I want to be the flower that blooms in every season. Mm -hmm. So even in my dark days and things that are hard, I want to make sure I shine. And that's why I say on my podcast to tell everybody to always shine bright, you know? So that's just how I keep moving. I keep telling myself that I am created for this and I will get through it. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. <laughs> I love that you affirm yourself. I really do because, you know, the same way like negative words have an effect on us, the same way positive words play an important role in our lives. Yeah. Mm. And then the, the thing about the negative words, they always come from someone else. Mm. And then you, conf- you, you, you basically keep it in your head because mm-hmm. someone else said it. Mm. And then the thing about other people giving negative, negative feedback is because that's how they feel about themselves. Someone else told them. It's like a back-to-back train mm. you know, of what someone else told them. Mm. You know, you have to, you know, I, 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 fortunately have learned to build build a tough skin but sometimes this tough skin isn't so tough i get i get hurt yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. so it's just a, a cycle of you know balance and that thing too is having balance in your life too much of everything is not good mm-hmm. you want to make sure you have a balance even social media i want to i'm a memer i love memes i yeah. post memes and videos all the time <laughs> to laugh but sometimes i need a break yeah <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. so balance and you can't have the balance of both you know i have a break i do my swim aquatics classes mm-hmm. and then i come home i love to read you know i'm definitely a true nerd quote-unquote so i always find a book for the month and i read it i really went back usually i do audiobooks but yeah. went back to old school actually having an actual book and reading so any few minutes i have and i like to vacation when i'm on my yes. vacations on the plane mm-hmm. i read i read to my destination so mm-hmm. it's the balance of what it is but always make sure when you're trying to take care of your mental health you're doing something you like that's just what it is you know one thing about people they like to give you suggestions oh no do this and this and that when i say i'm one of those people that changes so much yeah i'm so indecisive so the only thing that works for me is something that i like yeah i went to the gym for a while i got tired of lifting weights that just doesn't work (laughs) as many people i watch train though yeah I try. I went. I, I like running. You know, I like to go for a jog. That got tiring very fast. Yeah. The only thing that I really like right now is being in the water. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. You see? So it's like you got to find your niche. You got to find how to maintain it. And you got to find balance. That's just all it is. I love that. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> only you will know what you like exactly yeah you really have to know who you are yeah 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 i was about to just add that the only way you will know what you like 
is by working on who you are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also staying in your truth. Mm-hmm. You know, I notice mm-hmm. sometimes the decision I'll make, like, oh, yeah, I did this because this one did it. But why am I comparing myself to this one? Do I really want this for myself? Mm. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, no. It's not about everybody else. This is what I want, and this is my life, and I have to take control over it. I cannot let other people control it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Love that. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and I can't believe this is even the final question. I wish I had had added more questions. (laughs) 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 And to end it all, uh, what would you tell your younger self, like with everything that you've accomplished, everything you've learned throughout life? What is something that you would tell younger Bernice? Younger Bernice, like slow down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I would tell her that um, everything will happen in due season. You, you don't have to. You know, it's it's just like when you plant a seed and you, you know, like fruit starts to, you know, starts to grow. You do not want to rip the fruit off before it's ripe, you know, mm-hmm. and you have to trust God through that process. Mm-hmm. That's just thing. The thing is, if I look back at my younger self, I didn't want to trust the process. I wanted everything given to mm-hmm. me right away mm-hmm. because of the idea in my head, you know, sometimes it's like, as a young kid, you have this idea, oh, life's just going to be perfect. <laughs> life really doesn't work that way. So I just tell my younger self, trust the process and trust God. And you have to go through the most uncomfortable situations to get you to where you need to be. You know, sometimes the process is not easy, but it's definitely worth it. I will say yeah. that, you know, um, And another thing, too, I'll tell my younger self is to love people around you, you know, because you just never know in life. You know, after you chase money, after you chase that job, after you do everything else, there's nothing else to do in this life but love. Because we don't have anything else. Mm. I'm telling you, money will never be enough, okay? It'll never be because it's an infinite number. It just keeps going. Mm-hmm. I don't know the richest man in this world. You know, it's who Elon Musk. He's like he owns almost um two point five trillion dollars worth of stocks, dude. That's sick. Yeah, and he's still chasing money. Yeah, you know, two point five trillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. See, it's like it becomes, it becomes a repetitive thing mm-hmm. that you just keep chasing, chasing. You know, and there's nothing else in this world but love. Mm-hmm. You know, love those around you, even our family members that make us <laughs> mad at times. You have to love them, you know. And for me, what I would say is um, love the season, love the life, and um, just enjoy life. Mm-hmm. And not be so hard on myself. I'm so hard on myself. I'm thinking of like my freshman year yeah. of college. Yeah. I didn't enjoy it. I was just so focused in school. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I would say. I love it. Yeah, and I love the emphasis on love because 
I believe in doing everything with love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I love how you put it. And yeah. 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 There's nothing. Honestly, there is nothing else but that. Because it's like, we're, we're human beings. We thrive off of love. Mm. Love is what makes us. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what's keeping relationships together is love. Yes, it's money. There's all different types of other entities. But love is the main thing. You know, yeah. and like the Bible says, it's patient. It's, mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when it starts getting a little tricky, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's when you're like, whoa, that thing's a little bit. What type of love is this? <laughs> but other than that, I, I honestly, um, in this life, I don't see anything else that outsources love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, for example, sometimes people want to give money more love. Like, you know, F everybody, I'm just gonna chase money, mm-hmm. you know, not love, but baby. That's not it. Yeah. I, I need to say I need to break it to you. Mm-hmm. You can have all the money in the world, buy these big, big homes and everything, but if you don't have anybody to share it with or love it, it means nothing. It's pointless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree because even when I think about getting more money, I always think about sharing it with others, right? Like you can't enjoy it by yourself. It's just not enjoyable. You can have a huge house and if you're all by yourself, it's it's like when you think of that house, you think of the people you're going to celebrate inside, inside that house with and share the exactly. love of that house with. Exactly. Yeah, that's how I always think of it. Exactly. It's just what it is. It's like, okay, yeah, you're going to buy a big home, but are you going to throw parties and who's coming? You think about how the people come. You know, it really hurts you when you invite people and they don't come. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big fear of mine. <laughs> that's why I don't make I don't I don't do birthday parties and things like that. Cause what if nobody comes? I'm always so scared of that. Exactly. Exactly. People don't come. People don't show up. <laughs> and it hurts your feelings. I did that before, and I was really hurt. I was yeah. Like, you know what? Those are not my real friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's really hurtful. I have a huge fear of that too. Yeah. So. That's just what it is. I just think that um, when and then when you also choose to love, it 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 comes to with a lot, like you said. But at the end of the day, if the person chooses love like you, it works out. Mm-hmm. And that's between friends, between lovers, between you know coworkers too. You know, love is so important. Everybody is just about self. But love is not about just yourself. You cannot mm-hmm. be like, I love myself. No. Love is meant to be shared mm-hmm. between people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not just meant to, Yes, it's good to have self-love. So, you know, once you love yourself, you can be a reflection to others and love mm-hmm. people. However, you cannot just have that love for you. Yeah. You have to share it. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. love that took so many lessons from what you said i just wish you could just speak forever yeah (laughs) you speak so well and you put your thoughts together so So well well. 
oh my goodness that's yeah. an eye-opener and there's a lot to take from this podcast yeah. episode i'm so oh, grateful oh. to have you on this episode and to learn so much from you i'm probably oh. i'm gonna listen to this episode more than twice mm. because there's just so many important lessons i have to listen to it with a with a piece of paper and a pen to yeah. take notes i'll probably listen to, listen to it again and then i'll post so you know that poem where she said this i just realized that, you know and then yeah just add on to my life <laughs> oh that's amazing you know i feel like that's my my job on this earth is to impact people yeah. you know and is to help people in the best way i can so i'm glad that i'm able to help you guys you know and you guys are doing awesome with the kimono health the promoting kimono baby yeah i'd be watching the little baby videos let's say be giving me baby fever i love it you know i love watching it you guys doing a great job i remember sarah when you first started to now you've revamped everything you go girl yeah you thank you so going. much keep pushing i'm seeing you guys in um high high places going yeah. further than this you guys are doing it i love the bond the love between you the sisterhood the sticking together yeah. beautiful thank you so much for having me i'm so excited yeah. i'm so overjoyed <laughs> i'm also so happy and thank you for accepting our invitation and yeah. for being on our platform it means a lot <laughs> oh definitely anytime anywhere you know i'm always available mm. yes thank you so much for having me <laughs> <laughs> wow 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 that was the end of the episode and i truly enjoyed that so much i can literally sit and listen to bernice all day because oh, the way she puts things together is just so beautiful and she makes you think in a different way i think one of the parts that really got me is that you know numbers go on forever they are is it infinite mm -hmm. you know they just go on but you know what we can do with love is so powerful is so great and so i'm a believer of love so this conversation was like yes 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 just i just loved everything how about you sarah i have to say the same what a beautiful conversation bernice is like a big sister to us and she's always showering us with so much love and that's what i truly appreciate about her she doesn't hold love back if she has love for you she will spread it out and share it with you i truly love that about her um i really wanted you guys to take away so so many amazing lessons but i myself learned so much especially because i suffer from fear of rejection and i really looked forward for her answer when she said that no is not always bad and that no is god's redirection i'm taking that with me into the year 2023 thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for listening um please subscribe to this podcast and leave a review leave a comment follow us on instagram at kimono health and also at kimono creations and kimono baby we will leave 
all her description in the description box with all her details and her podcast does settles but a queen doesn't thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back bye